intro. BeastNet is brought to you by James Safety Services. Here we discuss all things fitness, running, rucking, endurance, obstacle course racing, and more. Welcome to the BeastNet. Hey everybody, Mike here with BeastNet, and on this episode, I have with me Aaron Singleton. Aaron, say hi. Hey <laughs> Mike, how are you doing? I'm doing all right, doing all right. Um, we've had you on before, um, which was a little while, but we had you on before, so um, I know you wanted to come on. We'd ask for anybody that had ideas on how to do home training, home nutrition, home everything while we're, we're dealing with this, you know, this coronavirus. So, yeah. and, you know, what, what we can do at, at home, um, you know, like we were talking before I started recording is, you know, right now we're, we're just waiting for that other shoe to drop and someone to say, okay, you can't leave the house at all, you know, for, for two weeks and it's go, you know, and, just want you know want to talk to people and come up with ideas on how we can how we can get everybody through this you know mentally and physically you know in good shape yeah no totally and i realize uh the one thing that i'm not sure about your area but over here in alberta the one that hasn't really been talked about very much is uh people trying to keep their mental health good because it's one yeah. thing to talk about okay let's get everybody stocked up on nutrition for the next two weeks just in case everybody does kind of get that shelter disorder but the one thing we're not talking about is okay there is more change at one time going on now than the majority Mm -hmm. of us have ever dealt with in a lifetime so how do you kind of deal with that and try and you know wake up every day and not kind of feel like all hopes lost so no absolutely if i can help out in any way today with this in a small fashion with somebody i i'll be very happy Oh yeah, no, and, I, and I'm the same way, and that's one thing I've really been worrying about. You know, I've seen I have a, a number of friends that you know I know have been uh, you know on the verge of mental collapse before this even happened. So you know, and I've been I've got one friend that I text every other day just to hey, how you doing? You know, just because I know he's going through a rough time, and now all of a sudden it's going to be like, hey, you're going through this rough time, and now hey, you're going to be isolated to your house all alone for two weeks you know and it's you know it's yeah it's crazy i mean some of us right as of right now as we're recording this i'm still working you know i know a lot of people around me aren't they're they're at home i'm still working because you know i still you know all the stuff that i do safety wise i still have to do you know i i had to teach a class for there, there's still refineries stuff are still running so i had to go up to one of the refineries near me and to teach a class at the refinery you know one day so it's you know there's still stuff going on so yeah well and that's just it and honestly as weird as it sounds i kind of consider myself lucky that i'm still uh going to my day job because i mean i'm a fitness coach so kind of my uh kind of what i moonlight as but i mean mm-hmm. job i go into an office and i'm is hard as it is kind of like i think we're the only businesses in our building right now but going in and just having that routine of going to the office, logging onto your computer and doing what you do every day. It, I think it's kind of helped me stay a little bit sane, but mm-hmm. uh, at the same time, I know that my girlfriend is looking at a point of she's going to have to start working from home. I could get ordered to work from home at any point. 
And again, I consider myself very lucky considering I still do have a job. I know there are a lot of people out there that don't have that. So I, uh, my heart goes out to them, you know, adds more to that mental, the mental well-being. I mean, it's, you know, we, we do, like you said in the beginning, I mean, we talk a lot about, you know, you know, make sure your nutrition, make sure you're, you know, you're out there and you're still, your workouts in and you're still getting healthy and you're staying healthy. But, you know, the one thing that we forget, I mean, it's pretty typical in our, our society, in our day and age to forget that mental side of taking care of people. So, I spend a lot of time in like the safety field. I, I actually go and give lectures and talks on uh, suicide awareness in construction um, quite a bit. And it's, it's one thing I worry about in this is how many people, you know, how many people it's going to tip over the edge. And like I said, any friends that I have, if there's anybody listening to this, that needs someone to talk to, I'm, I'm available. You can message me on, you know, Facebook and, you know, if not ask me for my number, I'll give you my number. You can call me. Oh no, and I'll yeah. absolutely, uh, I'll absolutely echo that as well. I uh, certification I've done uh, back in my old uh, job life is I got uh, mental health first aid here yep. in Canada. So I, if there's any US version of that, oh, it's such a good thing to have. Like oh. just the amount of times that you can, like not only for helping others, but just kind of like keeping yourself in check. Like, okay, am I feeling this way because I'm going through this, or am I just? dealing with something else it's it's a really nice thing to have so i'll echo that call if anybody listening even if you haven't uh met yeah if you want to get in touch with me as well feel i'll give my contact info to mike and feel free to get in touch with me i'm very happy to reach out to anybody that needs oh yeah and i mean that's you know that's things we got to make sure and take care of our own and then you know that mental first aid that you mentioned i took here in the, the u.s and it was it was very eye-opening i'd done a lot of you know, suicide awareness stuff and, uh, you know, stuff like that before I did the mental first aid. And, you know, of course, you kind of go with this ego, like, I've been doing this for a while. I kind of know what's going on. And then I went and took the mental first aid and I'm like, wow, you know, yeah. there's a lot of things <laughs> that opened up my eyes. I'm like, there's a lot of things I hadn't thought of or really thought, you know, really looked at. I mean, one of the big things they did is they did a, an exercise. And I don't know if they did it in yours, but they did the thing talking about like people with, uh, schizophrenia and i hear voices yeah and they did the thing of basically what you're talking they have you get in a group of three and you talk to one of the people but the third person is behind you with like a paper towel roll and put right to your ear and just whisper you're not good enough people don't like you you suck and you're just sitting there and it's you're going to have this conversation and they're like that's what it's like for somebody who has those those voices it sounds like it's a whole nother voice talking to them and they're telling them these things and it's like you don't think about that no, now we, and then we, yeah we went through the exact same thing on our end and i remember when it was my turn i had the person put the paper towel roll up to my ear and you just hear the first few things and everybody's kind of giggling at first because it kind of feels silly but then you're forced to do it for like i think ours was five or ten minutes and just yeah. go through that time it five or ten minutes is a long time when you have someone whispering in your ear and if you can really try and put into perspective that hey this is something that will be putting to their own heads at times yeah. like it that terrifying prospect it really oh, it is, is. That's what you run into with a lot of people that are going to be isolated like this is, uh, you know, I hate, you know, bring up a horror movie or whatever, but you watch like The Shining. That happens. 
that is a real thing. I mean, it's not just one of those things in The Shining. They portrayed as the hotel was what was what was evil made him do that. But that happens to people. They get into those isolation and start getting that that stir crazy, and they start hallucinating and seeing things like that. I mean, you know, it, and that's what. I think that's why the, the Shining to me was so scary, especially as I got older. You know, I love that movie and I love the book is because once you start learning about mental mental health, it's like that's really not that far off. I mean, that is kind of cabin fever. That's exactly what happens. You know, is you know, like I said, they portray it as like supernatural in the hotel, but that's what can happen in someone's brain. You know, when they start getting that cabin fever, though, so, and that's what you kind of worry about. And I know they're only saying like two weeks or whatever, but still, I mean, it's, you know. And that's just it. And it's hard to say this now because we talk so much nowadays about trying to disconnect from social media and trying to separate yourself yeah. from that online presence. But that might very well be the thing that gets people through an isolation if they do get that yeah. order, simply because that is your connection to the outside world. So, granted, I'll. I recognize not everybody does have that uh, privilege of having an internet connection at all times, but for those that do, I mean, reach out to people that are around you. Make sure you stay in contact because if you're a social butterfly like myself, 14 days on your own, is, that honestly is living hell. So yeah. make sure you guys reach out where you can. Yeah. And that's where, you know, I mean, I'll be lucky. I have, you know, my, my wife and my son. So, I mean, we'll be, you know, if it happens, we'll be bunkered down together. But, you know, I mean, honestly, not to sound bad, I'm not sure I I can take 14 days straight of those two, but, you know, we'll see. <laughs> I'm, I'm not After. sure if you've seen those, but I'm loving the meme that I've been going around of, like, day one without words. I found out that woman that lived in my house is my wife. She's pretty cool. Stuff like that, yeah. that I feel like it's going to be so true going forward for so many people. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, my kid's been off school for less than a week. Well, I guess about a week at this point, and he's already beaten like four different games on the PS4. Oh, he's God. like, oh, I'm running out of games. I'm like, clean up the house. I don't know. Read a book. You have you keep talking about reading Moby Dick. I don't know why, but you keep talking about doing it. Yeah, I think he's on like chapter three. I knew it was bad when we have a friend that's acting in a high school English teacher that when he told him he was reading Moby Dick, went, Why? really you're an english teacher and he's like i didn't even like that book and i'm an english teacher (laughs) yeah Uh, i mean there's time and place for captain ahab so i guess it is there is is. so it's you know and it's that's one of the things really you know this is going to be a trying time for a lot of people i mean it's really going to be i think for you know some relationships, this is going to be a, a determining time on whether or not you guys are going to totally. make it or not, you know, kind of thing. So, you know, for me and my wife, we've been together 20 years and we've got a big enough house, that, you know, we can, we can split it up if we have. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> well, and that's the one thing that I've been, uh, so the clients that we have here at the gym, I work at Edmonton at a uh, steady fit shop. Uh, we've been given the order to close down because we're in a, uh, well, we closed down the day before it came out. We're in a public state of emergency, or a public state of emergency, I should say. Yeah. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to go to an online platform. And I mean, if you go on the internet now, you can't find an instructor that isn't delivering online programming right now, simply because that's really what we can do. But yeah. really, it's going to be so good for people to be able to try keep that exercise routine because for the people that live and I can assume are fairly into the OCRs. And so whether you're a higher level athlete or you're someone 
does this just because you absolutely love it and you want to have fun on the weekends. There is a good amount of training regardless of what level you're at. And when you lose something as big of or a big chunk of time like that, it does take a lot of a uh, toll on you. So what yeah. we're really trying to do is get our normal instructors going on, uh, doing live videos. I've done a few recorded ones already, and we are trying to just keep flair and do workouts that you can do at home. So we're trying to focus a lot of the body weight movements into there. So, I mean, given that I do a lot of obstacle instruction myself, you can know there's going to be a ton of burpees in that, but I mean, burpees are good anyway. So you have stuff like that. And, but really it's just a matter of keeping that routine because like I kind of alluded to earlier, when you're working at an office and you're still driving in every day, you feel like things are still fairly normal. So I know whenever that day comes that I'm told, okay, you need to work from home or we're hundred percent full stop. There's nothing going on. That's going to be a huge change. I'm probably going to be yeah. in fitness even more than I am now just to try and feel like I normally do. So yeah. That's no, what I agree. Want for uh, everybody else, and I'm sure everybody listening could really benefit from that, regardless of who you go to, because you're not moving. And that's the other thing, especially with uh, COVID 19 going around, is in order to combat anything. I mean, I'm not going to pretend to be a doctor, but one thing I do know having a good immune system is never a bad thing. And fitness is a big part of that. Oh, it is. It's a huge part of that. And that's one thing, you know, like we, we've talked about is we wanted to make sure and kind of give help people, you know, convince them to, to sit on the couch because i mean like i've said before i'm i'm one you give me any excuse to sit on the couch and eat potato chips and it's really hard for me <laughs> not to say no but you know i just finally got back into i was hitting the gym three times a week you know i've got my diet under control for the first time probably in four years um and now all of a sudden it's like you know it's one of the big things me and the wife have been really careful about is you know because we're preparing just in case we get that two week that notice like you can't leave the house for two weeks that we have foods in the house to eat and keep us for two weeks but it's not crap you know it's still food that fit in our diet and still keep us you know on the right path you know um and then for exercise you know i don't have the gym but then it's like you know i was talking to someone yesterday and i'm like but you know like my wife keeps pointing out i have an elliptical i have a, a treadmill at home i have a two big punching bags actually three punching bags you know a 20 pound weight as weights you know outside i have atlas bolts and tires and you know everything set up to do workouts you know to do even on your workouts because you know at one point there was we used to do them here once a month we do them at my house so i have all the stuff to do them so it's kind of like you know i'm lucky in that aspect but a lot of other people aren't so i mean i can walk out my front door and go do a full ocr workout with eight foot walls and you know all that kind of stuff but, so generous. that's amazing <laughs> but it's it's something i've built over here over the couple of years you know and it's one of those things when i first moved in um I have two and a half acres. You know, I had a good friend of ours, Jackie from West Coast Obstacles, who's a good friend of the show. Um, he was part of another company before West Coast Obstacles called Infinite Obstacles. And when his partner left and moved to the East Coast, he was like, well, I'm just going to throw all this stuff away. And I'm like, cool. Uh, when can I show up and pick it up? And I just went over to his house and picked up, you know, an eight foot wall. And there was an inverted wall that I actually, I modified and changed, you know, to something else. And there was some stuff that I had in the yard that I turned into a whole nother wall that had, you know, uh, grips on it. So that you can kind of climb it like a, like a rock wall, 
you know, with a pull-up bar top. And so, I mean, there's, you know, I did everything to try and set it up and then I ended up getting hurt and I haven't used as much as I should have, but I need to work on using it more again. But so, but like I said, I have all that, but that's not what everybody else has at home. So it's kind of like, you know, trying to figure out what they do. You have those people like who aren't like me and aren't lucky and don't have two acres, but they have an apartment mm-hmm. and then I'll be able to leave it for two weeks. And it's like, okay, so what do they do? you know, to try and stay healthy and keep moving. Well, and a huge thing with that is just trying to avoid the repetition because obviously you can do so much with just body weight exercise in terms of what you're limited to. But at the end of the day, you can only do so many burpees and so many push-ups in a Tabata step before you go absolutely, you just get yeah. absolutely tired of it. So that's kind of where a lot of that creativity likes to and so what I like to do on my own is I do a lot of deck of cards workouts. So for those who are listening that might not be familiar, what you do is you just take a standard deck of playing cards and what you do is you assign an exercise to each suit. So for example, you can see hearts will be burpees, diamonds will be push-ups, uh, clubs will be squats, and uh, I, I can't remember what I've missed. I'll say spades. Yeah. So you'll just have an exercise assigned to each one of those, and then whatever the number of the card is that you draw is the number of reps of that exercise you need to do. And then when it comes to the Royals, you can just assign something else. So if you roll a jack or pull a jack, for example, you can okay, if I've got a treadmill in my apartment, I'm going to go for a one-minute run, or I'm going to do something else. You just find something to assign to it. So it's a completely randomized exercise, and you could have it be very easy in the sense that you start and really good separation it can be very difficult i know i've had where i've had all the burpees back to back after a shuffle and i really questioned my uh dealing abilities i wasn't very impressed with myself you won't ever do the same workout twice even if you get all the same exercises because you're going to do them in a different order your muscles get fatigued in a different way and but you can also sub out any of the exercises with anything so if you've got nothing but free weight you can work with you can throw on a bunch of stuff there if you got a dumbbell, you can automatically add in goblet squats, goblet lunges. You can do practice. You could do rows. Your possibilities really are endless with something like that. So I've always been a big mm-hmm. fan of a deck of cards style of workout. Um, another one I like to do with classes just on a day where everybody's a little lethargic and you just want to have a little bit of fun is uh, do a dike workout. So I will do with that is I'll have six mini wads up on the board. So they'll always target different things. So I'll have one section for legs, for arms, one for core, and just kind of separate through the six different uh, numbers you can roll on the die. And then what you do, you just roll the die and whatever number you land on is a set of exercises you have to do. And you do that until your time expires. So say 10 minute warm up, 40 minutes of exercise, and then 10 minutes of cool down. You have a 40 minute set of just rolling a die and completely random work. Yeah. So I've done something similar to that one with a friend where we used two die though. And we had a, uh, a normal like six sided die. And then we had a 20 sided die. Ooh, nice. We do. The six sided die told you, you know, similar to what your, the, the playing cards, there was a number assigned to, and it was Brandon Chan, Coach Brandon, who who oh, had yes. this idea. But what <laughs> with the twenty that he, he he did it on one of the workouts where it was too six sided. But I did the twenty later for another workout was the six sided. You there was six different options, kind of like the the cards that you pick. Okay, roll the two. I have to do you know jumping jacks, and then you roll the twenty sided die to see how many. 
So that made it a whole new, a whole nother thing because now you have six that you can pick from. Then it could be up to 20, you know, 20 reps. Um, no, and I love that. That's such a good way of modifying it. And as soon as you said a 20 sided diet, otherwise, you got my brain turning because I, well, I'm, you need someone smarter than me to figure it out. But that just makes me think of the Dungeons and Dragons workout that you could do. Yeah. But again, I'm not okay. very good. I'm not very good at that game. So I need someone would be better to, yeah. than that actually. Happened. Don't ask why I have those 20 sided die. But yeah, um, <laughs> I may, may or may not have played Dungeons and Dragons in my life. Um, well, as long as we don't have any critical fails, we're fine. <laughs> yeah. So, so and that's kind of thing. And that's one of the things that, that's, you know, really one of the I wanted to talk to guys like you is to come up with crazy ideas of, you know, like the card work. I like that. I think that's a great idea. I mean, that's something, you know, if it's okay with you, I might tell Don to go ahead and see this idea and post it up on, you know, our our Facebook page and say, hey, it's an error and let's do this workout. And, you know, we can, you could post it and we'll share it. So, you know, say, hey, this is a workout we can do, you know, and, you know, to go along with this episode. So, no, go right ahead. I mean, I'm, I can't remember where I got it from, but it's kind of one of those things in the fitness industry that, it's very difficult to come up with something new. So you kind of work with what you hear. And yeah. even if you think you've come up with it for the first time, chances are somebody else has come up with it before. So I not claim ownership of that at all. Feel free to go right ahead and use it. Yeah, I might do that. And then maybe, you know, also throw the dot one in there. Got to remember, I got to figure out if I still have 20 set of die or not. And if I don't, <laughs> I might have to go find some. So I know I did at one point, but at some point I lost all my, they disappeared in one of our moves. So, yeah. but I used to have a few sets of, of, you know, the full sets that have 20 sides, 10 sides, six, I don't remember, six, eight. I don't remember. There's a bunch of different ones you can get. But yeah. Yeah. No, so. the possibilities are really endless. And that's why it's nice just to use whatever you have around your house. So if you don't have weights, for example, I had someone messaging me saying, hey, I want to do squats, but I don't have a squat bar in the house and I want to go with weight. Well, what can I do? Thinking, well, why not? If you have a suitcase that you can kind of air hug comfortably, what you can do is you can always just hold the suitcase like a uh, golf squat, fill it up with a comfortable amount of weight and just do goblet squats. It's not going to be a back squat, but you're still going to get a weighted exercise in there. Um, You you have... uh, I have buckets. Yeah. If you've got buckets, you can farmer carries up and down the stairs use the stairs in your house or in your apartment hallway because those are always incredible um yeah. resourceful because the way i put it to my clients too especially since some are obstacle related is that obstacle race really is a creative concept to begin with because you're running and kind of parkouring around different things so if you can find something in your house you wouldn't normally think of as exercise material i'm not saying like go up your balcony and do 20 pull-ups. Please, for the love of God, do not do that. But if you, uh, <laughs> if you have your uh, kitchen chair, you can if it's stable enough, you can always use that for crab dips, for example. You can always just come off to the end and push up and down in if you know how to do the technique for that. Um, so, yeah, just look around and see what you got. It's really, You would be amazed what you that to work with. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one of the things I was talking to someone else the other day too. And we were talking about just going, if you have a yard like I do, or, you know, even if it's a small yard, whatever, go outside and buy something, find a big ass rock, Yeah, you know, find a, find a log. I'm looking out my yard right now. I'm like, I see a couple of rocks. I see some logs I could pick up. 
you know, I mean, I do have the stuff that's actually designed. I have atlas ball and buckets over in the corner too, but you know, it's like grab what, you know, grab whatever you can. I remember when I was a kid, um, I didn't grow up with a lot of money, you know, and one of the things that I used to do when I was a teenager, I would take the two milk chugs. And after we finished them, instead of throwing them away, I'd fill them back up with water and use them, you know, curls. There you go. You know, or whatever, because that was, you know, a way or just you know, put one in each hand and carry it or whatever. Or you, you know, stick a stick through them and then yeah. you have, you know, <laughs> something to do that. I'm, And it sounds stupid, but I, it was one of those things I did whatever I had to do to, you know, kind of find a way to, you know, to, to live some kind of weight, you know. I mean, you always find there's always something, you know, if you want to be in, you know, think about it, there's always something in mind. Totally. You know? And if you're lucky enough to be able to go outside right now, if it's, I mean, granted, the COVID situations of living every day, we're learning more. So perhaps this isn't the best idea while we're kind of under these circumstances. But when things get back to whatever the normal is going to be. Uh, I would highly recommend, uh, especially for obstacle racers, go out to a playground with your kids because yeah, the kids are going to have an absolute yeah. blast. But you look at a lot of things in the playground, and it's very similar to what you'll see at a race. You've got monk bars, you've got a pole that you can you simulate a rope climb. You've yep. got things you can crawl under. You've got things you can jump over. Playgrounds are incredible for obstacle training. And it's oh, yeah. oh, and they are. And the other thing too, you can do with your kids. There's a lot of things you know. You know, I've had a customer tell me the other day, uh, a sled, you know, I look at my yard and stuff and I got a table that, you know, one of those folding tables that broke. So I've got two sides of that thing. I'm like, I could throw a rope on that and throw some weight on it and start pulling around the yard. And there's a, you know, use whatever you have in the house. Yeah, and it's just being resourceful. And I know we've done that like a couple of uh, my cousins and I, we decided a few weeks ago that we were going to go to Pogganing's kind of spur of the moment. And we said, well, we're going to go up and down the hill anyways. We might as well get some extra exercise. So we started pulling each other up the hill. It was hard to tell, but I mean, got a good leg workout out of it. And I mean, that's another good idea. If you have a sled, you know, an actual sled for, you know, wintertime, you're not using it right now. Put some weight in and start pulling around the yard. Yeah. You know, do whatever. I mean, find something. I mean, even just pull it around the, the house. I mean, you know, drag it around your house if you can't outside or around your, your apartment. And that's kind of the kind of the hard part right now is just getting people to understand that, you know, just because you're stuck at home doesn't mean you have to sit on your couch, watch TV and eat the chips. For sure. And I know there's a lot of people that are working from home right now. So I know whenever yeah. I get that order, my plan is I'm going to wake up when I normally do that I would be driving to work and I'm going to use that time to just exercise in the den, in the house. Yeah. Just pull out the yoga mat, do a few body weight exercises, maybe throw in a Tabata, maybe throw in some hits, throw some AMRAPs or something along those lines. I've got a few weights at home, luckily, but I don't have a uh, treadmill. But, I mean, if it's nice enough outside and I'm not sick, I'm probably going to go for a run and then yeah. home have a quick shower and then log on to your computer and do your thing because the nice thing is you don't have to worry about it you can eat breakfast after your workout while you're on the computer you can mm -hmm. do whatever you need to do so it's you're gonna be up anyway so that's another way to keep that routine don't try to wake up okay if i start work at eight i can get away with waking up at 7 45 brushing my teeth and ready to go Get up at yeah. normal time, try and keep that routine, and then it'll hopefully make you feel a little bit better as the day goes on. Hopefully. I mean, that's kind of the thing is, you know, to do that and then, 
you know, like I said earlier, do make sure when you do, if you are stockpiling, you know, or whatever for a possible two week, you know, make sure you're not buying crap food. I mean, that's the, that's the craziest thing is every time I go to, you know, any store, you see like the meat's gone, you know, a lot of meat's gone, which I get, but you could still get some good, decent cuts of meat. Um, you know, these stores that I've been to, uh, the things that you can buy, like all the crap, like noodle gone, top ramen gone, <laughs> but fresh fr- fruits and veggies, abundance. You can find all sorts of that. And I know a lot of people worry about that because it's like, well, you know, it's not going to last long. Freeze them. Absolutely. Freeze them. And then honestly, the one that I'll do a lot of times too is I'll freeze them. And then if it's, you know, I'll either take them out and thaw them before I eat them or I'll throw them in a smoothie. And hey. instead of having to, instead of using ice, my ice is my, you know, my pineapple, my frozen pineapple junk, whatever. So, you know, I mean, that is the hardest thing for me to see is and i because i am i'm a garbage eater and i have been for years and i'm finally getting away from that whole you know and i know it sounds bad to say it that way but a garbage eater you know to get away from that that aspect of eating garbage you know and finding better things and i'm guilty of that too and i think everybody at some point is definitely guilty of that especially right now because i know uh here in my city, the state of emergency calls for most restaurants to be closed and all that, yep. but drive-through delivery and dining or uh, pickup are all options. Yep. I mean, you can That's imagine. Uh, yeah, so all the uh, delivery apps, if I were healthier and wiser, I probably would have invested in one of those apps a while back because I could have made a little bit of coin on the side. But uh, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that it's so easy to access food that is not good for you and unfortunately the socioeconomic side of it's always very it's very cluttered in the low income areas where it's more susceptible for people that's all they're really going to have and it's i mean a whole bunch of things like that compounded together it's no wonder that unfortunately obesity is on the rise kind of over all over the world so it's a good thing that we do have these races to be able to do that but like you said, and I think that's a very important point is eating really good food at this time because, again, food will contribute to how good or how well your body is able to adapt and fight off any sort of infections or viruses that are entering it. And so if you're able to eat more leafy green, that is going to be a great way to go. Try and keep it as natural as you can, avoid the process. I mean, I know in this time and age, it's very difficult, if not impossible, to do that, especially when all you have might that ramen noodle or cup of soup or alfagetti or whatever it is but try to use that as a last resort i mean the healthier you eat the better it's impossible to be perfect right now so if you do have a bad day that's going to be another big thing is not beating yourself up or going back to the mental health side of things because right now it's so easy to have those uh times come or you just like i i can't do it right now i just need to have some quick throw in well, uh, thing soup that's a ton of sodium but you know what you're still putting food in your stomach you're still staying healthy mm-hmm. in the sense that you're not being malnourished so try to look at the positives where you can eat well if that's your option and take advantage of it but if not just do the best you can don't beat yourself up we'll get out of this eventually right. and what we do there will be plenty of healthy food ready for everybody once we're able to get those uh, 
supply notes back up and running. Yeah. Oh, and I agree. And that's it. And I think that's the big thing is, is you get 20 people and I've done it. I've done it on diets where, you know, I've been on a diet, I'm doing great. And then I have that bad day where I'm just like, Ugh, and I eat the wrong things and whatever. And then I'm like, well, pff, I screwed it up yesterday. So I might as well do today too. And then it's like, and you just can't do that. You just have to be like, okay, I made a mistake yesterday. I ate the wrong foods. Let's work on it tomorrow. So like, start from where you're at right now, move forward. And that's one of my biggest problems is I have a bad habit of looking at what I did yesterday, you know, and I'm really trying to become that person that, you know, start right now and move forward. So, and again, I will fully admit to being guilty of that as well. I'm very, especially being kind of in that structure position I'm in, I'm always very used to helping other people trying to push through and look where they're able to and make improvements. But then you start looking at yourself and it's, one thing we don't talk about as a trader, you start analyzing yourself way more than you incredibly critical of yourself. And that's something that I don't really, uh, that's something I'm personally trying to work on because even though I'm a trainer, to remember that I'm not perfect. And if I expect perfection of myself, then I'm going to in turn expect perfection out of my clients and that's not reasonable. Yeah. That's not healthy. So it's really just leading example of being honest. Like a lot of times I've gone on social media and told people said, Hey, I have not had a good week, two weeks of this or that. I'm going to get through it. I'll find a way. And I'll let you guys know how I did it because it's all about bringing each other up. And I know I've said on the show before, like the part about OCR is the family feeling of people around yes. you. So, and that's why I love you guys are kind of doing this, uh, this segment right now because it's really showing the community, hey, Let's test that result. Let's see how good of a group we actually have here. And let's show that we are family, regardless of whether you're from Canada, the United States. You know, uh, like We're going to have a huge party when OCR Worlds comes together, especially now that they've waived the uh, journeyman and age group requirements. So it's going to give a lot of people opportunity to go party at the best. Well, I shouldn't say that, but one of my favorite uh, OCR events of the year. So it's, yeah, let's just try and stick together the best we can through this. Oh yeah. And that's all we can do. Try and stick together. And, you know, the one thing is too, with the food is find, you know, find alternatives. One thing that I found for me, love sweet, but the one thing I found, it's actually really good. I still have to, you know, limit what I have of it, but it's pineapple. Yeah. Pineapple is a great, you know, thing for me when I had that sweet tooth, I eat, you know, a little bit of pineapple and that, you know, the, the, it, you know, it works for my sweet tooth, but you know, it's everything in moderation, but you know, that's one way for me to find that I found for my sweet tooth. So it's just, you know, what you can and at this time. I know it's not always easy to find all that stuff, but you know, do what you can. Yeah. You know? And full disclosure to everybody listening, I'm not a nutritionist on um, my end, but I can speak to what's worked for myself and what's worked for me is just trying to eliminate one thing at a time as opposed to doing it all at once. So for myself, I'm the same way. Sugar is a big thing for me. So when I started uh, losing weight years years ago, now, um, the first thing I said is, okay, I get rid of sugar. So the first thing I'm going to do is pop because I know that's where most of it comes from because yeah. of going through university and trying to stay away from doing papers and eating a few cans of silver night and you just feel like crap in the morning so just okay let's get rid of pop and then see how that goes a couple days later let's try to take something else out. and what i found is actually started reducing that artificial sugar in because that all natural sugars got way sweeter over time like i remember very distinctly i i bit into a strawberry 
and I almost had to spit it out. I'm like, oh my God, what did they do to this? It's just so overpowering. But then you realize this is what it normally tastes like. That's what it's supposed to taste like. We just get so numb to it because of all the artificial stuff we put in. Yep. And that's one thing I've done is I actually, for me, it wasn't much as soda anymore. I mean, when I was younger, it was Mountain Dew was my favorite, which I, (laughs) it's been about 10, 15 years since I really kicked my Mountain Dew addiction, but mine became uh, coffee. But I know a lot of people are like, oh, black coffee is fine for you. I'm like, yeah, that is. But my addiction was white chocolate peppermint mochas. Oh, yeah. So, and there were days that I would have two or three of those in a day. So so that adds up pretty quick. That's a lot of sugar when you get white chocolate, peppermint, mocha, you know? And so what I've actually found my solution to that is every morning, you know, I have a coffee addiction. I know I I will (laughs) brew a 12 cup pot of coffee and I put it in my thermos. And then what I use to sweeten it is I go to Costco and I get these like premier protein uh, drinks that they have. Okay. They're like 30 grams of protein, 160 calories, one gram of sugar. And I use that to sweeten my coffee. And that has changed. I mean, just really doing that and changing my diet a little bit. I dropped 20 pounds in almost three weeks. Good for you. That's awesome. So, I mean, it was just kind of, you know, once I got that sugar intake out and found a way, you know, to do that and it worked perfect. So it's just, you know, finding new ways to get what you want, but in, you know, in healthier options. And that's what I've been really trying to figure out is the healthier options of, okay, I know I like my coffee. I know I like it to taste, you know, a little bit like vanilla, vanilla like type wheat. So then I found the vanilla flavored protein you know, drink and it works great. And actually me and my wife are on Weight Watchers. And so that's what I do. I'll find things that the points and Weight Watchers is really good about the sugars and the the points. So that's what I've been working on, trying to to lower my, my sugar intake. It's so. it's a struggle. I mean sugar is something that is just so addictive and the yeah. science behind it is insane. So I wish you the best because when for, for me that was the hardest thing at all men, I still struggle with it to this day. Because I know oh, yeah. when I for, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was saying oh, I was agreeing with you. Oh yeah, for sure. It's just uh I know when I first tried, like I was able to maybe get out any processed sugars from my diet and then I would avoid it like the plug. Like I remember I went to my friend's family and they uh, asked me if I wanted a cookie and I treated it like it was a bat of acid. It was like, no, keep it away from me. But again, that's not a healthy attitude to take either because you need to have balance in your life. You need to be able to just kind of enjoy things. And my worry was that I would start doing that. and I just kind of go head first right back into that addiction. So you have yeah. days that are good, like we said. You have days that are bad, but let yourself have it on occasion, like you said before, in moderation. That is such an important yeah. thing to keep in mind. It is. It is. Moderation is is the key. I mean, and that's the thing for me. And I mean, that's one of the things, like I mentioned, the Weight Watchers. What I like about that is I decide to have something I shouldn't. You know, something that's not great for me, but on the Weight Watchers thing, it'll tell me, okay, you do this. You have this many points for the day. You do this. This is like half of your points. Mm-hmm. So then, but there's zero point foods. You can eat fruits as much as you want as zero point foods. That's kind of, you know, you know, you kind of weigh what you're going to do with your your points for the day. So at first it was tough. This is horrible. I hate this. And now I've gotten to a point after like three weeks where most of the time 
I have points left over at the day, at the end of the day. I'm just like, okay, whatever. So yeah, it's just getting used to that. And I've gotten back into eating multiple times throughout the mm-hmm. day rather than just, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I maybe I eat, you know, uh, a breakfast and then like a second breakfast and then like a lunch and kind of a second lunch or pretty much what I call it a second lunch, but it's a snack, mm-hmm. uh, you know. It's just snacks throughout the day, so I keep my metabolism rolling, you know, to try and keep it going. Because I have in the past, I went from 280 to 180, um, like 12 years ago. So, um, so I've done it before, so I kind of have an idea. I know how my body works. It's just now I'm 12 years older, and <laughs> so it doesn't work as fast. But it's a little bit tough. I, I know. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I have an idea of how to do it. It's just a matter of ma- getting myself to do it. So, and so I'm really working on that and, you know, getting the, making sure the snacks that I do, I keep snacks in the car that I know will keep me from stopping at McDonald's. Okay. So, and yeah. I know myself, uh, the hard thing for me is back. I, I might've mentioned this back when I was on the show before, and I know that my friends are sick of this cause I talk about it too much, but I remember back, uh, in 2018 when we got her, I ended up, uh, injuring one of my legs pretty bad and just a muscle tear. But mm-hmm. what ended up happening was I was training for, I was training to go for Sinister 7, for, which is a 100-mile run uh, here in Alberta. And I wasn't able to do it, obviously, because I got hurt. But because of the way I was running and the way I was training, I was eating probably 3,000, 3,500 calories a day because that's the kind of energy my body needed. And I was still in a deficit. But obviously, once uh, I got hurt, I wasn't burning uh, as much calories as I normally would have. But unfortunately, the diet never changed. So that's where I started seeing a lot of the negative side effects there and starting a little bit of that weight come back. So it's a matter of just trying to stay in that caloric deficit if you're trying to lose weight and trying to be in a caloric uh, surplus if you're trying to put on mass. And it's, it's such a tricky balance. And that's why I won't uh, get into it much because I don't want to... Uh, come off as an expert when I know I don't have that certification, but I just know yeah. that the big thing is if you're, and a lot of people will take that caloric deficit a little too far and they will go to a point of starvation. And obviously you really Ooh, do not yeah. that. That is asking for way more trouble than it's worth. Um, I've seen too many nutrition programs. Like, oh, you're eating 980 calories and you're going to get an injection every three weeks. Like as soon as you hear that, run for the door and never look back like do not go that way um what i always recommend to anybody is find a nutritionist that you trust to them try and get an idea of what you should be doing and they can walk you through the uh, biomechanics a lot better yeah. than uh, i could do here today oh yeah no i i i was lucky enough when i dropped went from 280 to 180 you know 12 years ago i was lucky enough that i had a good nutritionist and she really explained to me you know the difference is on a lot of foods, you know, it's pretty much, you know, like I mentioned before on the podcast is for me, one of my favorite foods is chili. Mm-hmm. He's like, chili is great for you. It's full of fiber. It's, you know, whatever, if you make it home, you make homemade chili, you get to put, decide what goes into it and it's full of fiber and all that stuff. You go and buy, you know, Nally's chili, uh, you know, in a can. And she's like, that is full of crap. That is crap food. So you don't want to eat that. You want to eat, you know, real food. You know? And that's kind of it is it's 
a lot of it comes down to is making the food yourself. And that was the big push for me when I lost the weight, making food myself and making good choices on my snacks. Absolutely. You don't really have to change what you're eating. Like you said, you just need to make it as natural as you can. Because for example, like a burger is going to be ground beef. We don't know that. But what we don't know is the amount of preservatives and other fillers that they throw into the patties, where if you make it at home, it's still ground beef, but at least you know what's in it. And you can portion it out the way you want. You can make more, you can take out less. And the big thing is, like you said, you know what's in it. So if you know what's in it, that's a big, big thing right there. We went to, uh, we went to Ikea a couple of days ago, actually, and uh, we were just hungry. So we got a quick bite to eat there. And my girlfriend got these little veggie squares. I can't remember what they're called. They're just tiny little things. They say they're just made from vegetables put together. So I tried to bite a one. I'm like, oh, it's really good. So we went downstairs to the marketplace to see if we could buy them eating good. I read the packaging and two uh, different things, and they're just small little guys. They're 55% of your sodium intake. As soon as I saw that, I just put it right back in the fridge. I'm like, oh, God, that is horrible. I couldn't believe yeah. they're that much in that little. Yeah, and they do that a lot. There's a lot of things like that that, you know, anything that's in a can or anything like that is usually got a sodium that's just off the charts. I know that's why I always mention my cup of noodle and pop ramen because, of course, my 18-year-old kid loves those. But um, <laughs> if you read those, the, the sodium intake in those is, like, is horrible. <laughs> I, well, it's like, oh, wow. You know. And you look at a box of KD and you look at it, it says, oh, it's only 25% of whatever for the day. That's not bad. But you look at the nutrition label, it's like, oh, that's for a quarter of the box. I don't know about yeah. you, but I've never eaten a quarter of a box of KD in my life. It's always been all or nothing. So, and, then, and that's what a lot of people make mistakes is they look at things and they're like, oh, it's only, you know, this many calories. And you're like, well, the, you, wait a minute. There's, a, it shows there's eight servings in there. So it's so many calories per serving. I'm going to eat that whole box. Now, for me, it's like, you know, I have a comedian friend who makes a jo the joke. Basically, a bag of Doritos is one serving. I don't know what you're talking about. Because you know? <laughs> I never opened it and then put it back. I mean, it's you open it, you eat the bag. I mean. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Yeah. I hear it. <laughs> yeah. So. Right on. Well, uh, we've been talking for a bit. Is there anything else you want to tell the listeners while we're, we're here? Um, biggest thing I can really tell anybody is just try and keep up. I know everything is really uh, scary right now with all the changes coming as quick as they are. And uh, I'll never pretend uh, that I'm not susceptible to it as well. But try and reach out to the people that you have in your life. Check up on the ones that you're worried about and reach out to somebody if you need it because we're going to get through this together even though you're going to be in you may be in self-isolation in terms of your house i hope you guys have access to the internet so or a phone so you can talk to people that are around you that you care about keep that social connection and just yeah. do the best you can with your uh fitness and nutrition like i said earlier mistakes are going to happen so don't sweat the small things uh there's enough stress in the world that you didn't have to worry about stuff like that and just try and have, it sounds weird, but try and have as much fun as, as you can. Catch fun a movie you haven't watched in a while. Try a new exercise program that you've been looking to try at home. And just spend the time with the one you care about. And when you come out of this, try to appreciate everything a little bit more. Because we saw how fragile uh, society really is over the last week. So it can mm -hmm. be gone just like that. And 
once things go back to whatever that normal will look like, let's really try and focus on taking it all in because we don't know when this is going to happen again. It could be a couple of years. It could be a hundred years. We just don't know. No, we don't. And, uh, and that's just it. I mean, you know, we don't know when this could happen again. So it could happen anytime. So right on. Well, thank you for, for talking to me again. This, this was a blast. We definitely need to have you on again. Um, let everyone know before we go where they can find you on Facebook and all that kind of stuff. And if they want training, you know, any of that kind of stuff, where can they, where can they find you? Totally. Uh, so I am on Facebook. This is Aaron Singleton. As it sounds on Instagram, I am the buff puffin. So the dot buff dot puffin. And if you want to get a hold of me with regards to training, I work at city fit shop here in Edmonton. We are actually going live very soon with a bunch of online workouts and videos that we'll be sending out to everybody. But uh, whether you want to get a hold of me for training or if you just ever want to talk OCR, I'm always down to uh, talk show. Hit me up. Right on. All right. Well, thank you again, Aaron. And um, we will talk to you soon. Thanks, Mike, for having me on. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Matt. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear.